welcome to the Blissing Out podcast. I'm so grateful you are here and I know you were brought here for a reason. My name is Katie Benford and I'm the founder and creator of the spiritual development brand, Blissing Out. Have you ever envisioned yourself living as your highest self, enjoying all of the luxury and all of the abundance that life has to offer? Well, you came to the right place. I'm a master manifestation, life and success coach, and I'm here to help you overcome your limiting stories through subconscious breakthroughs so you can begin manifesting a reality that your wildest dreams will be jealous of. My intent with this podcast is to share tips, tricks, stories, and empowerment so you can begin breaking down your limiting beliefs, rebuilding your identity, and truly begin embodying the most abundant version of yourself. Consider this podcast your weekly dose of manifestation tips, spirituality, and perspective shifts with some productivity and encouragement sprinkled in too. Thank you so much for being here, and I'm so grateful you pressed play today. Now let's create some bliss together. Hello, my beautiful babes, and welcome back to the Blissing Out podcast. It's Katie. I'm so happy to be here today. I know it has been such a long time since I put out another podcast episode. Um, I was in the middle of moving, and I had just actually this week set up my podcast mic finally, and I'm feeling more inspired than I have been in a couple months. So I'm back, and I'm actually going to be speaking today about a topic that I already put out a podcast episode on, but it was my very first podcast episode where I gave you four um, ways to manifest a specific person into your life. And as I've evolved and grown over the last couple months um, since I started my podcast, I really wanted to revisit this topic because I get a lot of DMs on Instagram about this topic in in particular and about wanting to manifest either an ex back or a friend that you want to manifest a relationship with or just manifesting a specific person into your life and into your physical experience and more importantly, manifesting a relationship with that person. Now, I want to preface this episode with um, saying that I don't think that it's impossible to manifest a a specific person into your life. I'm not saying that at all. I do think it's possible. However, we do all have free will um, and manifesting things for other people can sometimes interfere with that free will. So I just wanted to make that clear. And on top of that, I wanted to just say that when we go about fixating on a specific outcome or fixating on a specific person for a relationship, it might cut you off for all of the other magical people out there that might be a better fit for you and that might help you grow and evolve and move into and embody that highest version of yourself. So that is the message. That is the the biggest message that I want you to take away from this podcast episode is that there may be someone better out there for you. And if you're fixating on a particular person, it could cut you off from that other person and, and you're taking up space. Um, so just to get in, I've had a lot, again, of DMs coming through recently um, about people wanting to manifest an ex back into their life. So I want to start there. And the first thing I want to make really clear on this episode is that people don't have to necessarily be in your life forever. They do not need to be in your life for, you know, the entirety of your human experience. Sometimes people come in into our lives to teach us a valuable lesson or they help us through a hard time or they are there for our lifetime, like a friend that's been your friend for your entire life. Not to say that you're not going to have any type of trials or tribulations with that person, but 
when you meet people, it's very easy to get into the mindset of this person's going to be around for the entirety of my life and for the entirety of my human experience, which that's just not the case sometimes. And that's okay. And that's what I want to make clear to you today is that it is okay for people to leave your life. They've served their purpose. They have taught you what they need to teach you, or they have supported you when you needed support. And that doesn't mean that you have to send them ill will, or you need to send them away with a, you know, a heavy heart or a negative feeling against them. It can just be like, yes, that person came into my life. I spent time with them and now I get to set them free. They did what they were supposed to do for me in that moment. So the first thing, that's the first thing I want to talk about is just knowing when to let go of people in your life and knowing when it is time to move forward. Um, And then from here, I just want to talk about how we specifically manifest in general, because I do believe that it sheds a lot of light on how we can go about manifesting your dream relationship. Not someone necessarily specific, but just your dream partner, um, whoever that may be. So as we know, we, we attract who we are being. Like attracts like. Whatever energy we are putting out is the energy that we are going to get back. And I want to make that a focal point of this entire episode because I think we lose touch of that a lot when we go into manifesting love and I'm guilty of this as well. Um, So for example, let's say that you are wanting to manifest someone who is hardworking, ambitious, um, you know, someone who's really driven, but you yourself are, are lacking in that area and you are not being your hardworking self and you're not being, you know, your ambitious self and you're not you know, feeling driven to go after what it is that you want, it would be very difficult for you to also then attract someone who is ambitious, who is hardworking, and who is driven if you are yourself not embodying those qualities. And that is something that I believe is missed when we talk about manifesting love and manifesting our dream partner because it's something that we we don't want to look at the, the parts of ourselves that are scary and the parts of ourselves that we're not actually showing up as who we want to attract and we're not showing up as that most hardworking version of ourselves. And the fact that you even want a partner that is hardworking proves that there is or there are hardworking qualities within yourself as well. So that is something that I wanted to just mention super quick before I dive into actually why we need to focus on manifesting a dream partner instead of manifesting someone specific back into our lives. Um, so, so I'm also not going to sit here and tell you again that if you do break up with someone that you're not allowed to be sad, that you're not allowed to mourn that relationship. But I do want to make it clear too is that the universe sees so much more than us, you guys. The universe sees intricate details of your human experience and hears conversations that you don't hear sees things that are going on behind the scenes that you might not understand right now. Um, And that is why sometimes it will pull us out of a situation that is no longer meant for us. It knows who's going to benefit you the most. There is a blueprint of your life that the universe has up with the utmost intelligence, and it knows who out there is going to be the best fit for you. So when we go about manifesting someone specific back into our lives, after we've, you know, already spent the allotted amount of time that we were supposed to spend with them and they taught us all the lessons and they gave us all the support that we may have needed in those moments, when we fixate and we go about manifesting them back into our lives, 
again, we cut ourselves off to the universal magic that is available to us at any given moment. And this universal magic is actually available when you remain present, you trust the process 100%, and you know that the universe knows exactly what it's doing when it's removing this relationship out of your life. So again, when we fixate on that specific person or if you're not manifesting love and you're manifesting, say, a job and you fixate on one job, you're cutting yourself off to something potentially better that would, that would benefit you more in the long run and that the universe is, is, is higher keeping for you and is actually keeping it for you to discover by remaining open and present. And you can actually, when you do find yourself fixating on manifesting a specific person into your life, we can actually open ourselves up by just, again, remaining present, trusting the process 100%. Um, and knowing, again, what the universe is doing and knowing that the universe knows what it's doing. So just to get into now a little bit about what we can do to manifest our dream partner, because I know it is something that a lot of people want to manifest and a lot of people want to attract their dream partner. And um, I don't think that it's talked about enough uh, in terms of how to actually attract a person that you are meant for and that is meant for you. So we are going to always attract the type of energy that we are giving off every single time, 100% of the time. It is law. You cannot attract any other energy than the one that you are currently giving off. Um, so when it comes to manifesting love, you need to embody the energy that you want to attract. So again, if you are looking for someone who's hardworking, you yourself need to embody hardworking traits. If you are looking for someone who's kind, you yourself need to start to embody a kind trait. That is the fastest way to shift yourself from the opposite of what you want to what you want. And embodying that is only going to draw that person closer to you. And when I say embody and you say you want someone who's kind, when I say embody, I don't mean just going around and complimenting everybody. I mean practicing true kindness. Having patience is being kind. Seeing that everyone is fighting their own battle is being kind. And that is how you truly embody those qualities is by actually living that truth and walking that walk. And that is how we embody. We don't embody just by saying like, oh, I'm feeling kind today. I'm just going to go out and give a random stranger a compliment and that makes me kind. To be truly kind, you have to think about what it means to you for someone else to be kind to you. What, what truly does kindness look like when someone else is kind to you and you feel that kindness and you actually experience it on a physical level? That is how you embody the qualities that you want to attract. And we can also start talking about changing your identity from, okay, I'm down in the dumps because I don't have a partner. I am feeling hopeless. I'm feeling really discouraged, whatever it may be, and changing your identity to say, I am loving this moment of being alone and getting crystal clear on the type of partner that I want. And I am single right now and I'm happy being single right now. And when we start to shift from I'm discouraged, I'm hopeless to I'm going to enjoy this time because I know it's not going to last forever and I'm going to remain present, that is when love's going to show up. That's when you are going to detach from the outcome. You're going to trust that the universe has your back in every single situation that you go into. And that is when you're going to experience love. That's when you're going to have men or women showing up in your life wanting to date you or wanting to take you out. When you detach and you just embody love, 
that is when it shows up in your life. And I can say this from experience because recently I've been doing some work myself on, you know, embodying love so I can attract love because I have been single for gosh, probably three or four years now. And it's important to me to change my mindset because I know that is the biggest issue with my, with my dating life currently is that I've gone into it with this mindset of like, oh, there's no good guys out there. I'm never going to find anybody. I'm never going to connect with somebody, whatever it is. And when you go into that, into the dating world, telling yourself those stories, that is what you're going to experience on a physical level every single time. And so what I've been doing is rewriting the stories that I'm telling myself about the dating world. I started telling myself that there are plenty of great men out there that are looking for great women and that are looking for the type of woman that I am and that they're looking for the type of person that I am turning into and that I'm constantly evolving into and that not every man wants, you know, the other women that are out there that are, you know, not my style and that there are men out there that want someone like me and that the more I embody love, the more love I'm going to attract. Again, like attracts like. We're always going to be attracting what we are giving off. So the second thing that we've talked about is just embodying the qualities that you want to attract. Um, instead of focusing on, oh, I want to embody or I want to attract my ex back into my life, just embody what it was that you liked about that person. And that is when you're going to start experiencing a different or the same person in your life, in your physical experiences when you start to embody. So again, you shouldn't try to manifest a person that may not be what the universe has planned for you. Um, you may find yourself, you know, thinking back on happy memories of you and your ex-girlfriend or boyfriend, whoever, and you might be thinking, man, I really miss this about them. I miss this about them. I really want to try to focus, focus, focus on a relationship with them so I can manifest it back into my life. But like I said, that may not be what the universe has planned for you currently. And it may, it may be cutting you off and in clogging up your energy for someone else who is a better fit for you to come into your life. And that's the main point I want you to take away from this. When we, again, fixate on that outcome, we fix it, fixate on that one person. We're cutting ourselves off and clogging up our energy field for someone else to come in. So I'll give you an example from my life. So I was dating someone for about four years and we dated and then we broke up um, and we remained in touch for a while, but I had been holding on to some things from him that he had given me and I went to my, a therapy session and was just talking to her about, you know, this, I had been single for a while, but this, I was just talking to her, my therapist about wanting to start to look for a relationship and wanting to, you know, really begin working on myself so I can attract my dream partner. And she's like, okay, what have you done to start this process? And I'm like, well, you know, I pulled out letters that my ex had given me and I reread them, which was stupid because it triggered a lot of old pain and a lot of old feelings to come up. And she's like, okay, um, how long have you had these letters? And I was like, I, I think I've had them for like a year or two years maybe. And she's like, well, why do you have them? And I said, well, I just, you know, I want to be able to look back on my life in, you know, 10, 20, 30 years, however long and know what I was going through at that time. And she's like, okay, um, are there happy memories attached to those letters? And I'm like, um, not really, actually. No, they're very sad memories. Like, clearly it triggered me 
and made me feel a lot of old pain. So no, they're, they're not happy memories. I'd say they're, they're more sad and angry memories. And she's like, okay, well, sometimes when we hold on to items that are emotionally charged like that, it can actually block you and block your energy from being available to meet someone else. And that is why when we are hung up on an ex and we've broken up with an ex and we've tried to move on, but we're still holding on to emotionally charged memories, things, objects, jewelry, whatever it is, when we're holding on to those things and and holding on to that false hope that something might happen or we might get back together with that person that we love so much, even though they may not be right for us, when we hold on to those things, you are still blocking your energy and you're still blocking yourself off from someone that could be so much better for you and that could truly be your dream partner and better than you could even think of because that's what the universe does is it gives you things better than you can even imagine because of universal intelligence is so much smarter than us. It's so much bigger than us. So when we are holding on to those emotionally charged items, as I've learned, is that's when you are going to begin blocking yourself off because you're holding on to that false hope of, I'm going to hold on to these just in case we get back together. Um, and I kind of went off on a tangent there, I realized, but I just, I really think it's important to understand that manifesting, there's a difference between manifesting a specific person into your life and manifesting the right person into your life. Um, when we do try to manifest a specific person, we might be putting ourselves through unnecessary pain, unnecessary sadness. Um, we might be taking the long route to something when, we could just move forward and and know that the universe has someone better planned for us. Or on the flip side of that, we could also realize that maybe right now was not the time to be with that ex. And if you are truly meant to be with that person, you are going to be with them regardless that you will be redirected in some way to get back to that person. Maybe both of you needed to go on a longer path to learn more lessons so you could really come back together as the best version of yourself and and be stronger the second time around. And that's another thing that you need to realize is that when you try to rush that process, you could be rushing and rushing and rushing and missing the present moment. And the present moment is where the lessons reside. You guys, the lessons reside in the present moment. So if you're trying to rush and say, no, I need to manifest that person back into my life now or it's gonna be too late, you are rushing the process you're not trusting, you're feeling desperate, and that is going to repel that person away from you. Um, And I mean that like figuratively and physically probably because desperation is not only the biggest way to repel a a physical person, but it's also the best way to repel your manifestations or your desires or manifesting your desires. When we are desperate and we need something, we are leaning into resistance and lack. Instead of, you know what, whatever happens, happens. If that person and I are meant to be together, we will be, I'm going to trust the process and enjoy the present moment where I'm alone and I can work on myself and just be myself. Um, And that is, that is another big point that I want you to take away from this episode is just knowing that when you're resisting and you're, you're thinking from lack and you're feeling needy or desperate, that is when you need to say, wait a second, what, what hole am I trying to fill right now? What void am I trying to fill? by feeling so desperate that I need someone with me right now versus, okay, I'm alone right now. Yes, I'm feeling lonely. Yes, it's valid. However, 
I choose to accept myself as I am, lonely and all, I love and accept myself. And that is that is the difference between trusting the process and not trusting the process. And when we when we don't trust the process specifically in relationships too, we can get caught up in relationships that are truly not meant for us because we are trying to fill that void. We're trying to get rid of the loneliness or we're trying to find the connection or we're trying to, you know, just keep up with the Joneses. And just because everybody else is getting married, we have to feel like we need to get married now. And when we do that, that's when you're going to get into those relationships that are truly, truly not meant for you is when you're seeking to fill a void instead of just being happy with yourself and feeling happy enough to be alone and feeling like if I meet someone, that's great because that will just be adding to my happiness. It doesn't make up my, the entirety of all of my happiness, but it instead it, it adds value to my life, but it doesn't add happiness to my life in terms of it being the only thing that makes you happy or the reason why you are happy. You should be happy because you are here living this amazing, beautiful human experience and you are yourself and you are in this version of yourself for a reason. And that should be enough to make you happy that you are even alive and living this life. Happiness is 100% a state and it should never be put on an external circumstance, thing, person, or place. Happiness is always created from within first. And then whatever comes into your life, that will add happiness to you. It's going to magnify that happiness or amplify that happiness. It's not going to be the cause for your happiness, but it's going to amplify it. And that's what a healthy, good, kind person is going to do for you. It's not going to be the cause for your happiness, but it's going to instead just amplify it. And that's a huge point as well is I feel like when we are trying to fill a void of loneliness or disconnection or insecurity, whatever it is, whenever you're trying to fill a void, we can place a lot of pressure on that person to fill that void and to create those things for us. So say we want a boyfriend just because we want to feel secure. We want to feel sexy when we feel confident. All of those things are states and you can create them at any time. And a relationship just like money, like I tell you, is just like money amplifies whatever feelings are going on inside. A relationship's going to do the same thing eventually. It might be great during the honeymoon phase and you know, you guys are so happy and infatuated with one another that you really do feel those like the sense of happiness and confidence and whatever it is. But eventually you're going to go back to how you truly feel about yourself, aka feeling insecure, um, self-conscious, feeling lonely. And it's just that person will now amplify those feelings. It's not going to be the cause for you to feel secure. You have to create that on your own first, and then you will attract someone who continues to help you feel secure, but it does not, they do not cause you to feel secure. They just amplify it within you. And that's something that I definitely want to get across to you today is that you need to create your happiness, your security, your peacefulness with being alone. You need to create that first before you try to find someone and find all of those things in someone else. So I know this was a little bit of a shorter episode, but I just wanted to kind of give you a different perspective on how to manifest love and the way that we should go about manifesting our dream partner. And 
I love you guys. I am working on more podcast episodes and I'm going to be getting more out soon. So thank you so much for pressing play today and go spread your light. Thank you so much for listening to the Blissing Out podcast. If this episode resonated with you, I would love to hear about it. Please leave a review below about something you learned. Hit subscribe and as always, feel free to follow me on Instagram at blissingoutblog. I look forward to your next time tuning in. Spread light.